0: Hello, everyone. My guest today is Mike Brown. He's the founder and chief enthusiasm officer at and inventor of the patented Fission Digital Asset Management Platform. It's also a sales enablement platform. He attributes his experience to serving as a U.S. Navy submariner and U.S. Navy diver as the foundation to his success as a corporate executive and entrepreneur. Mike, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. Good morning. You bet. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for your service. And so tell us about. Fission, why do you attribute success in the Marines to your success here uh, at Fission?
1: Well, um, slap your mouth calling me a Marine. I'm a Navy guy, right? Oh, I made the the cardinal sin. Yeah, former, uh, in a a past life. (laughs) I've had about uh, 30 some years of business since I was in the service, but um, just the the whole dedication to a purpose, to a central purpose, uh, the dedication to something bigger than yourself, uh, the leadership attributes uh, I gained all of that when I was in the in the U.S. Navy. Very proud of it, and I'm I'm very thankful for those that continue to serve.
0: Let's dive into the company. Uh, what's sure. the company do, and how do you make money? What's the revenue model?
1: Well, um, my my background in business was in the health club business for many many years. A product that many people across the country now, and actually in in Canada as well, know lifetime fitness, and that was a monthly dues annuity business model. Uh, that was very, very successful. The business that we're in is very simple, right? We're a cloud-based, patented cloud-based technology. But what we do for large enterprise companies is we simplify how they distribute their brand materials and we simplify how they enable their frontline employees and their sales teams to use that material. And um, in that, they pay us a one-time setup and a monthly license fee. And it's a, you know, 82% gross margin business. So it's a good, business. It's a good yeah. business. There's yeah. no,
0: there's no, uh, workout equipment you have to buy to get launched there, right? No, what's
1: interesting, you know, we, in, uh, in the fitness game, you'd have to continue to go out and develop additional, uh, locations at 25, 30, 35 million a pop with fission. Uh, you know, we've got about 8 million total invested, uh, to date, which is far below our competitors in the industry. We've gotten a great deal of traction, but we can have unlimited memberships in the cloud uh, from these various different uh, global companies that we serve.
0: That's right. And uh, ignoring the setup fee originally on average, what's the customer paying you? I mean, are we talking a grand a month, a 10 grand a month, a hundred grand a month?
1: Well, I have I have two stratums of customers. We look at it as uh, kind of the SMB market. My SMB market is probably thirty five hundred a month okay. on average. Right. My enterprise level. Uh, ranges in the fifteen to twenty thousand uh, a month. We've got some that are as high as thirty, thirty five thousand a month, right? So uh, it's a fairly big range. But all blended, we've we have tripled our monthly annuity uh, as a, a on an average client basis in the last year. We've doubled the total annuity value just in the last twelve months while, it's really, while still
0: oh. while still driving revenue growth. Yes. yeah because yep. you know so if you we, have one if you have if you have one million dollar a month customer it's easy to just fire the right. rest of them and lose revenue yep. but increase your ARPU
1: yeah that would be that would be pretty risky uh, I don't think we have any customer right now that represents uh, more than five percent of our total revenue
0: okay and what give me the revenue breakdown in those two cohorts are they 5050 or is the enterprise make up way more
1: uh, enterprise right now is probably managing to be two-thirds okay of the total revenue. We actually discovered, uh, you know, all small businesses start out and you hope somebody wants to sit down and have a cup of coffee and hear your story, right? So you typically get focused on small business because they're easier to get into. Well, we have found that the the traction uh, selling into the small business channel is harder to accomplish than selling into the large corporate global enterprise channel.
0: Because they don't uh, have the tech muscle to understand digital asset yeah. management or... They've got a bigger pain
1: point, right? So it's a it's a multiple, uh, it's it's a multiple of problem uh, at the global enterprise. So if I'm a small business with fifty or a hundred employees versus a, an enterprise that has twenty thousand frontline sales reps, uh, the the dynamic of problem created amongst twenty thousand sales reps if they're off brand message is a huge pain point. Yep. So we have learned uh, through trial and tribulation, right? Uh, that calling on global enterprises are our, our sweet spot.
0: And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers using the platform? Um, I'd like to keep that,
1: you know, we're, we're uh, dozens, dozens uh, we're not, okay. we're not hundreds yet, but we're dozens. Uh, and w- we have eclipsed now uh, on the annuity run rate of over a million oh, that's uh, great. here on the annuity basis. So it's kind of a critical point and we should see, uh, we should see 3x that this year.
0: That's really great. So- now, where were you, can you give me a sense, since you shared kind of a, you just passed a million, can you give me a sense of growth? Where were you at about a year ago? Uh, half that. You, okay, so you had about 100% year-over-year growth. Yeah, we've got 100% January to January in our annuity, uh,
1: which is awesome, yep. and uh, we should see 3x that by the time we end this year. So it's really starting to take off for us. And we haven't, you know, this, go ahead. This cycle on enterprise, uh, it's it's really something that you have to be mindful of uh enterprises probably easily in the tech space 15 months on average from the time that you uh, you engage until you have a uh, a a profitable generating client right
0: that's right that's right now and and we haven't talked about your extra revenue kicker here which is you you kind of smooth out cash flows a bit with an upfront it sounds like setup fee of some kind right
1: correct yeah. it's minimal and and strategically it's designed to stay underneath uh, an organization's capital expenditure, um, uh, guideline, right? Because once it goes above uh, the CapEx guidelines for a company, then it typically needs a higher level sign off. We try and stay at the operational level, uh, with the companies that we serve.
0: Yep. You mentioned you've invested about 8 million so far. Was that all money that you've raised? You fundraised or is that from half cash flow? Half, half of it is mine out
1: of hip national bank, both branches. <laughs> right. And, uh, and the other half is from, uh, friends, family, uh, small business folks that, uh, that know my track record and so forth. And we're just now, um, going to be going out and doing a larger raise sometime this year. Oh, that's great. If us to the next level, right.
0: How do you think about, well, let's get more, let's put some time stamps on this so we understand more of the story. When was year one?
1: Uh, we've been at this now six years, six yep. years. Okay. So 2011 it was, was launched. And, and, and we kind of puddled around with it a little bit. I, I was retired at the time. Uh, I, had, I had cashed out my uh, chips from the Lifetime Fitness Casino uh, <laughs> at Public, and I left that company about four years after we went public. So it took us a couple years to develop the first uh, product. The market wasn't quite ready for it yet. We've only seen in the last 24 months where digital asset management and localized uh, digital asset management has really become the norm. Prior to that, uh, everybody was focused on Getting their CRM in place, Salesforce, or getting their Marketo or Eloqua lead generation machine uh, in line, and now they're all scrambling to say, "Hey, how do we control our digital material?" And that's that's when we really started to see the lift.
0: Yep. And obviously, with a SaaS company, churn is critical. You have an upfront fee, which probably helps create a little bit more stickiness, you know, because you know they're serious customers signing up. Well, what is your churn today, and how do you look at that number?
1: Um, the industry will say su- will suggest fifteen percent annual attrition. Logo uh, we, or revenue churn? Uh, total contracts. So, so they'll they'll not renew or they'll cancel. We haven't seen that yet. We're probably less than, we're probably about a third of that. So we've been really, really blessed. Uh, and, I, and I attribute that to the exceptional service uh, that we provide post-integration uh, and setup of our tech, right? Tech is one thing and it solves a problem, but people still do business with people. Mm-hmm. I don't care what industry, I don't care what business you're in, you're talking to another person and you're helping them solve a business problem, a pain point. And so you have to be focused and keep it real.
0: CRMs might be the tool that I fight with the most. I just haven't found one that I really liked. I don't know if you guys are the same way, but they're just so tricky. And a while ago, I had a guy named John Lee on my show. He's the CEO of ProsperWorks. And he told me they just passed 40,000 customers and 24 million in annual revenue. So they're doing about $286,000 in revenue per employee. And I said, wow, why is this working? And I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I went to prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM signed up and it immediately became clear why it worked. Those of you that love growth hacking, you should go to that link just to see how they do the onboarding. That's prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM. In short, it's like magic. You know, I'm not the guy that you know, finishes the sales call, and then takes the time to actually put data into the CRM. They have this magical way of just doing it. And it's a beautiful thing. So every morning when I wake up, I just go, okay, what leads are ProsperWorks telling me to reach out to because they're most likely to close and it works so well. And you guys know I love money and I love only focusing on the leads that are going to close. So I encourage you to try ProsperWorks or sponsoring the show. Check them out at prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM. Folks, that's again, prosperworks.com forward slash love your CRM. You also fit, I mean, people watching the YouTube version of this. If I had digital assets I wanted managed, you fit the profile. I mean, just talking to you, like with the background in the Navy, how articulate and you, you talk very precisely i'm like if i want to trust someone with all my digital assets you fit the model perfectly so it makes perfect sense and i'm I'm irish (laughs) and you're irish Irish. i mean how can you go wrong right (laughs) that's funny all right very good and um talk, talk to me more about the economics here what are you willing to spend to acquire these customers and how quickly do you like to get your money back
1: you know it's uh we're really not at that level of specificity yet i mean we've got a ballpark on it you know, it probably costs us several thousand dollars to acquire to acquire the 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 client. Sure. Uh, our setup, we typically make uh, on the setup barely enough to break even on the actual setup itself. Very labor intensive in the front end, but long term, uh, this is an eighty-two percent gross margin business model. So you think about that for a second. That's amazing. So at the EBITDA level, which is earnings before, and you know. Uh, interest, taxes, depreciation, you know, whatnot, right? It's 45 to 50%. That's one of the healthiest business models out there. That's why the SaaS space is growing so fast. Um, in our particular area, it's expected to be $22 billion. Uh, within the next twelve to twenty-four months, growing at about sixteen percent per year. So it's it's exploding right now. So Mike, just to be
0: clear, you're. It sounds like you're making back your money with the setup fee and the first month of the annuity payment. I mean, you're making your money yep. back in less than yep. a, less than a month. Yep. Well, yeah. we should we should get it back within about ninety days typically. Okay, got it. Uh, right. And then talking. So interesting question here. You mentioned that you're potentially going to raise this year, but you also just mentioned. I mean, you're taking. 45% to the bottom line, um, why not fund growth just with cash flow?
1: Because uh, your costs were not profitable yet. And if you look in the industry, many of your tech companies, your SaaS companies, they're not profitable for multiple years into their endeavor. Oh, right? got it.
0: You're not at so 45% EBITDA. You have,
1: manage your, you have to manage your balance sheet with additional capital raise, right? So we've got $8 million into this. Half of it, is, as we said, was mine. Um, but you know, we still have a, we still have a burn rate that's negative until we get above critical mass. So, um, and that's very typical. If you look at, no, Mike, you, that's why oh, I asked the,
0: that's why I asked the question. I miss, I, yeah. I must've misheard you though. I thought you said you took 45% to the bottom line.
1: The, the model, the model itself is about a 45 to 50% EVA
0: to model. Once you've established critical got it. mass, got it. You're right? still burning, trying to get to critical yes. mass.
1: Yep, and that's very and if you look at the if you look at the market, it's very typical. Uh, it, it's probably less than thirty percent of your SaaS companies out there are actually showing a profit. Yeah, so no, it's of very typical. On purpose, right.
0: Yeah. What's your team size today? Uh we've got fifteen plus an
1: augmented team, so we're probably close to twenty headcount right now.
0: And where's home? Home is
1: well, my home home where I'm talking to you today is Apple Valley, Minnesota, if you can believe it. Is that where the it's, team is? Uh no, we're in downtown Minneapolis. So if you're familiar with um the Twins Baseball Stadium or the Timberwolves Basketball Stadium, we literally are shoehorned right between the two states. We're at ground zero in the famous warehouse district of Minneapolis.
0: That's pretty funny. All right, Mike, let's wrap up here with the famous five. One word answers here. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Um, I'd have to say uh, by Gino Wickman. It's a book called Traction. And it encompasses many of the theory that I've deployed over my 30 plus years of business experience.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: Um, A gentleman just down the street. There's a, there's a company in town called Calabrio and the CEO of that company is a guy named Tom Goodmanson and he is a rock star in the tech space. Um, Yeah. Tom Goodmanson. Tom
0: Goodmanson. All right. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool for scaling the business? Um, our own product,
1: Valero, which is a team collaboration tool. It's really cool. Valero? Um, Valero, V-O-L-E-R-R-O. Got it. And we just acquired that company this year. It's it's added to our tech stack.
0: Oh, interesting. Why uh, why did you make that acquisition? Um, they
1: actually uh, work on the front end with the client company and their agencies to collaborate on creating the content that ultimately gets loaded into Fission and gets distributed to the local level by Fission. So they were a natural... Upstream uh, play for us to extend our services.
0: Generally, a small acquisition, sub a million dollars. Uh,
1: very small, and we did it purely on stock. You know, That's we're, nice. uh, we're yeah, we're publicly traded on the QB. So we used our stock as as uh, as, as uh, currency on that. What's deal. the QB? Uh, OTC markets on the QB board. So we're publicly trading right now. We just we just started publicly trading this year.
0: Wait, what is it, Mike? I I'm the, I don't know what that is. What is the QB? What's Nasdaq? Q- Nasdaq. NASDAQ. Oh. Stock exchange,
1: the uh, the over-the-counter markets are subordinate to that. It's more of the small. It's the uh, penny stock, small board. Why did you
0: do that? Just because the admin cost of being public is so high at your level.
1: Um, you know, it offers validity. It orders trans- offers transparency in our reporting. We're a cleaner company. It allowed us, to, as, as this example, to buy a company with our currency being stock. Uh, and it'll give us the opportunity for a platform to grow off of our intention is to lift an aztec within the next year
0: interesting all right number four how many hours of sleep do you get every night i'm lucky to get six
1: and okay. this morning less than that so
0: and what's your situation married single you have kids i'm married
1: i've got two gorgeous uh daughters in their mid-20s no ideas fellas they're uh <laughs> they're <my> girls,
0: right? <laughs> you gotta you gotta get through mike first all yeah. right and how old are you mike well i'm gonna be 60 and uh in next month. That's
1: actually. great. I would have never guessed. So That's great. My, my second, my second half of my life, I'm going to go out and build something new.
0: I love it. All right. Last question. Take us home. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? You know, um, I think the thing that I didn't do as well,
1: uh, was take the time to appreciate the path and the journey as much. Um, whether you want to climb Kilimanjaro or if you want to swim out a submarine like I've done in the past jump out of airplanes enjoy the path enjoy every day and the people that you come across because it ends up being the memories that you have when you get to my stage of life right
0: there you guys have it from Mike. Enjoy the process and the adventure with Fidgen. Digital asset management had a big success with Lifetime before that. Served, uh, obviously, the country before that as well. Credits a lot of the success he's having in business to that service. But the company's doing very well. They put about $8 million in the company, $4 million of his own. Launched in uh, 2011. Uh, team of 15, uh, 20 maybe based up there in Minneapolis. Serving currently the low dozens in terms of customers. They're doing about eighty eight grand per month right now or a million-dollar run rate. That's up 100 percent year over year, so about 44 grand a month in December 2016, or about half a million in AR. Then super healthy churn, less than 5 percent annually. CAC about three grand, payback you know 90 days. So super healthy economics. Looking to raise capital maybe this year, Mike. Thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Hey, and remember this weekend, go Vikes. Go.
0: <laughs> there you have it. Thanks, Mike. All right. Have a good day.